This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjewitz. I found what we're looking for, boys. A bucket full of prawns. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. They didn't call me Mr. Catchy Hands in the War for nothing. Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. This starts creeping into the supernatural. Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Alright guys, Billy's gone. Now's our chance to be bad. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. You obviously did not see the look in your face, but you looked like Bernard Corbett to me. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Lights. Pinpoints of light in a sea of darkness. Specks of light in an endless black ocean of solitude. Is that all we really are? And with the cold press of emptiness weighing in from all around, is this why we feel the need, this powerful drive on the deepest level, to reach out and connect with someone? To reach out and touch anyone else and know that we are not alone in the eternal void of the cosmos. To be not just solitary points in the void, but to weave a web of connection and relation one to another. Something to hold on to, to be a lifeline that draws us up from the depths of isolation and loneliness. That we might join our little lights to theirs and shine a little brighter in the darkness. 
proving the truth that there is more to existence than just the cold emptiness? Or is it the fear that drives us? The fear of the darkness and the loneliness. The fear that it is in fact the emptiness that is the truth and we are the lie. That we are the aberrations of light and feeling when the true state of the universe is the indifferent void. And so we weave our webs of blood and bone, of human connection, whether out of fear or hope, we weave nonetheless. Pressing society forward, advancing in technology from the telegraph, to the radio, to the telephone, we seek to extend our reach past our fingertips to the ends of the earth. Exchanging blood and bone for light and electricity, to cover the entire world in a web of light and connection. But throughout it all, the darkness persists. For what happens when these connections are broken? When the light goes out? In spite of all our expansion and advances, blood and bone are still just fragile things. And in the end, have all these connections really made us stronger? They say tis better to have loved and lost, but is that the truth if love is temporary and loss is forever? For even though a connection may break, it is never truly gone. We feel it like a phantom limb, the pain persists, and the darkness closes in again, feeling all the more oppressive for the light that once drove it back. The light that is now but a memory. The silence, more deafening as our cries echo unanswered in the emptiness left. To be or not to be alone. Is that truly the question? Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the darkness and solitude as the true state of being, to not delude ourselves with the illusions of warmth and light or to take up arms against a sea of solitude and wage the idealist's war against the oncoming night when all must sleep. For to die is to sleep no more. A sleep to end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks the flesh is heir to. To die, to sleep, to be or not to be alone. That is the question. Is the solitude truly the curse or the blessing? This is the Arkham Files, Case 004, The Radio Man, November 1925, Arkham, Massachusetts. Everything is dark around you. But wait, there's something else that's standing out in the darkness. It's almost darker than the rest of the darkness around you. It looks like a black pyramid. There's light on it, rotating around the base, coming around multicolored green, pink, purple, as it rises up to the top. And once it does, it illuminates everything, 
And Drandy Savage, you look down at your black scaled hands, gripping your sword tightly as the village burns around you. You step forth into the melee as a smoothie jumps right into you. You cut it in two with one swift sword cut. Block another with your shield and then stab it right in the eye. And you turn and you see a monstrous ghoul coming towards you. It comes out of a black stone obelisk. And you turn to face it. But instead of a black stone obelisk, it's a crystal pillar. You're looking around at an alien sky that's dark, a barren landscape, crystal pillars of rock all around. There's a man running across this landscape. You recognize him. It's Dr. Simeon Kantstangibitz. It's you. You're running and you're running from a gigantic creature. It speeds up, it slows down, it reverses, speeds ahead again. And then suddenly you're back standing next to a crystal pillar. And you look around the edge. You see Dr. Simeon, you see yourself, and you're creeping. You've fallen on the ground. This giant spider creature is creeping up on you. You're fighting for all that you're worth. You look to your left. You see your wife there. Mary Beth Beth Beth, she's standing there. She looks confused. She sees you battling this creature. Then over around the edge of another rock pillar, you see another man. He's scruffy. You don't recognize him. But you all seem to be in the same predicament. You turn, you make eye contact with your wife. And you turn and you see what looks like the death of Dr. Simeon can't stand you because this spider is overtaking you. Just as the spider swings its claws down, a phone rings. Phone rings again. Dr. Simeon, your eyes pop open. You look around at your dark bedroom. You're in a cold sweat as you hear sleeting rain on the window outside of your bedroom. You look over to see your wife sleeping peacefully next to you, and a wave of relief washes over you. Until you are spooked again by the sound of a phone ringing. It's dark outside. It's, it's in the middle of the night. Dr. Simeon, what do you do? I better go answer that phone. Okay, you get up, you yes, brush right. yourself off, try to compose yourself. Get my suspenders on and go answer That's the right. phone. Your nightmares seem to be getting worse. They were already bad from the events at the Corbett house, but since you've been through horrific, horrifying encounters at Orchard Run and New Salem, you don't know if you're ever going to sleep peacefully again. As you walk downstairs to where your phone is, you pick up the receiver and put it against your ear. Hello? The voice coming through the line says, Simmy, Simmy, can you hear me? It's Billy. 
Oh, for... What the hell do you want? Hey, uh... I got something you, that you guys gotta see. You, you gotta round up the fellas. Especially Bakersfield. I can't get a hold of him. He's kinda MIA. I don't know if you can find him, but... You guys you gather the fellas, and, uh... I need you to come down to, uh, this apartment over... It's, it's at the Riverview Apartments, uh, on Aylesbury Street. You know what I'm talking about? It's, uh, it's just across from Hangman's Hill. Yeah, yeah, Hangman's Hill. You know I know where that is. Yeah. What? Okay, yeah, what I'm in time 4F. Is it? It's... I don't know. It's like 3 in the morning. I've been here all night. But, uh, I got something you guys gotta see. So hurry and gather the fellas and get over here. Are you safe? Do we need to bring anything? Uh, well, just, yeah, bring, you know, your gear and, uh, be ready for anything. All right. I'll go wake everybody up right now. Okay, we'll see you in a bit. Moments later... You're piled into Dr. Simeon's car. It's early enough that there still isn't a hint of sunrise around the horizon. And with the freezing sleet that's been coming down lately, it probably wouldn't be much to look at when it did anyway. It's been two months since the events at New Jerusalem. You stayed long enough to help the people that were left put something of their lives together so that they could get out of what is now little more than a ruin and hopefully have enough to start over somewhere new somewhere far away. Dr. Simeon, you glance sideways at Major Bakersfield, who sits in stony silence. There is a patch that now rests over where his eye used to be. The most obvious of any of the injuries you all suffered from the siege at New Jerusalem, but it's the injury you can't see, the worst one by far, that is the cause of the Major's silence. Now, and over the last couple of months, after the shocking discovery upon your return to Arkham, everything seemed to have gone quiet. Like the world was making an effort at rebuilding the facade of normalcy that you all used to live under. Though, now you know it really is just a facade. Arkham has never seemed so dark and so foreboding, so uninviting, the people less friendly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The strange group of men, led by Goodman Gray and the unnerving Constable Ezekiel Dawkins, seem to have vanished during the chaos of the final stand against the monsters. Among the wreckage, though, 
were the remains of the good Mayor Marsh, who apparently died not from teeth or claw, but from a gunshot, administered from close enough range for the powder to have burned his fine jacket. His last words to you, Mayor Seidel of Ockham, seems to have led to only more questions. Questions to which no one seems to have the answers. Though there has been at least one bright light through all of this, Simeon, you finally found your brother. From a book that was sent to Dom three weeks ago, you were able to come up with a crazy scheme that, against all odds, worked better than you could have hoped. It required some dangerous magic and breaking into the Miskatonic University's artifact storage, but it worked. Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico might not ever speak to you again, but Timian is finally home and safe, even if he might still be struggling to adjust. He insisted that he travel back to your parents' old home where you grew up, hopefully maybe to find some closure and continue on with his life from there, but you haven't heard from him for a few days, but... Judging by what you saw back in Evanstone, he can take care of himself. There it is, up on the right. Okay. Major Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> Major's Bakersfield. Major Bakersfield. Major's Bakersfield. Yeah, the Major's Bakersfield. Major Baker's cat. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Never turn back into a human. We all remember the uh, excursion to... Simeon looks Evans. over and he yeah. sees Bakersfield like licking his uh, wrists. Yeah, Abe asked the question if, we rem- if you guys remember what happened in Evanstone. And yes, you do all recall the events of Evanstone. Though it's not 100% clear. It's almost like it happened a long time ago or as if it was a dream. Um, so there are some details that are hazy, but you do all recall the events for the most part, and you do know that it really happened. So as Major Bakersfield gestures up to the uh, rundown and dimly lit apartment building up to the right, you uh, you pull up in front of it and shut off the car. This building is it lies situated in the small wedge of land between Aylesbury and West River. Jeez between Aylesbury and West River Street. Riverview seems like a bit of a stretch, maybe from the roof, perhaps, but hey, if you can't have location, 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 marketing will have to suffice. Translocation. So what do you do? I translocate spell. It is a... You what? I use my translocation spell. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Simeon's eyes glaze over and he warps back. To Dungeons and Dragons. Oh damn it! <laughs> hey, it's me again, brothers. This looks like it's okay. it. Let's head in. So we're all there, so, right? We all went. Yeah. Okay. You guys are all piled in. Tallahassee Turner, Dom Drinkard, Major Bakersfield, and Simeon. Doctor Simeon can't stand your bits. You pull up in front of the Riverview Apartments in this freezing, sleeting rain. Wondering what might be in store, whatever it was that Detective Billy McConnell felt was necessary to wake you up in the middle of the night to show you. So you all climb out of the car, start to walk inside. As you do, you hear a voice call out, and it says, Hey, you fellas, 
You fellas, are you with him? Are you with him? Uh, with who? Uh, with the ferryman. You with the ferryman? Like a boat? You gotta tell him. You gotta tell him. Yeah, the boatman. You gotta tell him I need another ride on the boat. You guys know him? All in black. Tell him. I need another ride on the boat, man. I need another ride. He's As got he comes soy up, sauce. You see a, a man fading out of the dark, out of the darkness. Uh, uh, dirty, filthy, uh, grungy hair, unkempt, scraggly beard and hair, um, ragged clothing. Over the last couple months, there seems to have been some kind of new drug on the streets. The media. The newspapers and the police have started calling these these men, or these people, these homeless people, boaters. Because they always seem to be talking about the ferryman, the boatman, and they need another ride. Whatever this new drug is that's on the streets, it has been causing problems. Though, oddly enough, nobody really knows where it's coming from or what it is. Hey, uh, you're not him. You're not the boatman. Uh, you go on the river. You're gonna ride on the river. Smooth, smooth, smooth. As he mumbles and walks away from you as he keeps shambling around the corner. Alright, let's uh, head. What do you do? Let, let, let's head inside. Way ahead of you guys. We're wasting time. You guys got all your gear? Yeah. Did you guys bring dynamite? No, of course I've got my gear. I've always got my gear. You got your net? Well, of course I've got my net. What a dumb question. Let's go in. <laughs> All right. Let's head right. in, net, Dr. Net, Billy. Net, net the hobo. Let's get upstairs. Why do we need to net the hobo? Have you seen this guy? Oh, yeah. Look hey, up. hobo. Want a net? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> Want a net? No, just net him. Yeah. I ask him if he wants a net. When he says yes, I throw the you net on. Some, you got some drugs? <laughs> net him. <laughs> got some drugs for me? He answers to yeah. Hobo. I've got a net of drugs. That's my name, John Hobo. <laughs> and I love drugs. You got drugs? Net drugs? <laughs> I've got a net of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Throw it over me. Throw it over John Hobo. Before a ride. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, all right. I'll be the first to open the door and go inside. Yeah, let's head up and meet with okay, Billy. You guys step in under the awning out of. You the, don't know uh, where you're ramp. going. I'll take the lead. Hey, we're going well, to F4. Um, by Zimian. the way, shut your mouth. It's freezing outside, though surprisingly not quite enough to snow. You're surprised it actually hasn't started snowing yet, since it is late November. Uh, you step inside of the Riverview Apartments. Uh, they're fairly run down. Definitely not the nicest place in the world. Not the worst. You've definitely seen worse also, but... Uh, one of those places that people go when they're a little down on their luck or, you know, just want to be somewhere that not to be noticed. So as you walk inside, you make your way up to the fourth floor, the top floor of the building. Uh, down at the end of the hall, you see on the door uh, the metal... Uh, in metal letters, metal letters, uh, the metal sign on the door that says 4F. Billy, we're here. Billy. Yeah, I opened the door. Come on in, guys. Okay. So, 
Uh, opening the door, you see the familiar face of Billy McConnell. <clears throat> uh, young. Uh, what is, why don't you describe yourself, Billy McConnell, for any new uh, listeners that might be on? I guess I am fairly young. I'm uh, 21. Um, pretty good size, I think. Yeah, yeah. Decent size guy, about six foot. Uh, 190. Um, decent looking fella. You know, young, still green under the under the ears. Full green. of piss and vinegar. Wet, green wet behind the ears. Yeah. That's the same. I don't know. At this point, Billy McConnell's seen a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. He's he's seen Billy's seen a lot in his young his uh, 21 years. So he's aged a lot over the last five he, months he, or so. He's got bags under his eyes, and he definitely looks older than he is. He looks like Seth, um, but still has that uh, you know. Uh, Rugged good looks underneath it all. Uh, hair? Eyes? Uh, let's go with blue eyes, dark hair. All right. I think my, uh, you know, my uh, ancestry is... Indian. Um, Irish? Yeah. Right. McConnell. Indian. Is Indian, Irish Indian. Irish Indian. I'm like... Or Russian Indian. You know, 185th Indian. All right, so you see... You see the uh, the familiar form of Billy McConnell as he opens up. He's in his plain clothes as he always is now that he's now that he's a detective. He opens up the door into the apartment, which has a small hallway that opens up into the what looks like the uh, the main living room area. And so, stepping through the door, Doctor Simeon can't stand your bits. Why don't you just describe yourself also, real quick? Do we remember? Yeah, if I got we it. described ourselves before, <laughs> uh, I think we did. But because like if way I did, I back at the beginning of I don't remember, thing. and I just made it up. Yeah, go to if it, it might not match. Go to ArkhamRPG.com, and then you can see your picture of yourself of your character. Yeah, you're the best looking one, and yeah. Seth looks exactly oh, yeah. like his character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my size so is I'm 75, wearing, so that's, wearing, pretty, uh, that's yeah. pretty big, right? Yeah, yeah, what six feet, Let's like see. 190. That sounds that's a pretty big boy. I'm 50, size 50. Jeez, what a puke. Me too. Um, um, yeah, I don't remember so, if you were know, blonde I'm, before, but... Yeah, I, I don't remember either. It might have been blonde. You don't see your hair because nope. you're wearing a fedora. Yeah. I, blonde, I, like I, all good detectives. I got a fedora on, so you can't tell if my hair's blonde, but I do have the blue eyes piercing. All right, oh, see they me. pierced me. Already done. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm um, yeah. So when I walk in the room, Billy looks down because I'm shorter than him by a bit, and obviously wearing my rounded spectacles, hair parted down the middle, greased back, nice mustache, very gentleman, gentleman like with a pipe always and a cup of coffee in hand, heart, <clears throat> heart shaped suspenders, and loafers to die for. Nice. And pleated pants. Yeah. And following behind him is uh, Major Bakersfield, Major Frederick Aloysius Bakers. Bakers. Good grief. He can't talk today. Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. Um. All right. I'm a uh, retired military officer. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, let me, let me start that again. <clears throat> I'm a, a retired military officer. I've got salt and pepper hair, salt and pepper eye, 
<laughs> in my eye. Ah, ah. Just kidding. All right. <laughs> oh my god! I'm starting. Stop making weird noises. That's his I'm way. Up. All right, here we, here we go. Here we go. I'm a retired military officer. I've got salt and pepper hair. Got an eye patch now over my left eye. Uh, I've got a net strapped to my back. Uh, an M1911 holstered on my hip. And I'm just wearing some regular military garb. Uh, do you have a beard? <laughs> uh, I've got a, a salt and pepper beard. Yeah, it's it's a little unkempt. Uh, haven't hasn't been shaved in a while. Yeah. Uh, still your in dad? military shape. Though at still his mil- uh, advanced age of sixty-five, about sixty-five, about sixty-five years old. I'm um, still wearing his military jacket. As if he never felt comfortable in any other type of clothing. Uh, coming in behind him, you see Dom Drunkard. It's good to be here, gentlemen. Uh, Dom Drunkard, he is, I guess I am, I should say, wearing a white, not quite crisp button-down shirt. I am um, about average height, maybe 5'10". Uh, pretty good-looking, 70 in appearance, uh, perpetual 5 o'clock shadow on my face, uh, a nice uh, head of black hair, silvering at the temples a little bit, as I am in my late 30s, um, brown pants, and yeah, that's pretty much Dom Droom card. A little bit unkempt at all times. That's me. Coming in behind him is none other than the world-famous explorer extraordinaire, Mr. Oh, and hero of New Jerusalem. <laughs> and hero. <laughs> the invincible Tallahassee Turner. Well, I don't know if I can add any more to that. That's me. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm world-famous world author, explorer, extraordinaire, hero of Fall New Jerusalem, my book. My new book about to be published. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall of New Jerusalem by Taliesin Turner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, you know, the typical hero-looking Hollywood type that's on the cover of any dime novel you'll find around. I'm a little bit uh, weathered in age. I'm 56 years of age. Uh, but I look like, uh, you know, for those that may be listening in the future, a very handsome Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We don't, we don't speak that name. Since he ripped, since he ripped off Tallahassee Turner. That's true. Uh, plus, they named the dog Indiana. Yeah. Um, you also have a nice beard, a big bushy. Beard. I have a nice. <laughs> I got a nice bushy beard, thick, handsome beard. Uh, wearing a fedora, you know, pretty much uh, like leather jacket. I uh, keep my whip, my bull whip, and my. My cavalry saber at my side, and I typically carry a Colt 45 revolver. Re- revolver. 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 Right. Oh, is that how you say that? I've been ra- I've been writing that the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Excellent. invincible. Just think of like anyone that would be invincible. That's me. Yeah. What do you picture? Um, all right. Lives up to the hype. So as you all file into the small hallway and close the door behind you. Uh, You make your way down the short hallway into the main living area. And the first thing that jumps out at you about this place, about this small apartment, is that 
Every surface is covered in radios. You see large freestanding cabinet radios. Uh, you see a nicer Kennedy Model 20 standing uh, against the wall with two more radios stacked on top of it. But every surface, the entire apartment is filled with radios. Um, and Billy McConnell, you had to shut them off. Or actually, by the time you arrived, they had shut them all off, but the blaring radios in the middle of the night were what caused the neighbors to call the police coming from this apartment. Mm. Um, when the, uh, when the uh, patrolmen arrived and forced their way in, they found the scene that you see here, the radios everywhere, but also in the middle of the living room, in a padded chair, is a dead man. He sits in it, head leaned back against the, the backrest, mouth open. You see several stab wounds on the body. The body looks like he's been dead for a few days and then left in the desert. But around, as you, as you peek around, you look down the hallway into the kitchen, on the surfaces, in the kitchen, the counters, radios are everywhere. It looks like down the hallway, there are two other doors, one down to the left and one down to the right. So, Arkham boys, what do you do? I check the body's pockets. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I'm like, that's Tom Drew Car. I checked no, the body's I pockets it. before I called it. I called it, bro. <laughs> Come at me. I killed Simi. So and all the other officers of are gone. Yeah. And so they, they called me in to investigate. Yeah. I should have said as you guys approached, there were some patrolmen outside. Um, but currently, the only person in here was Billy McConnell. And Billy, so, Billy, did you, what did you, you kill this man? Under your first examination of the body, um, from what I described, uh, his clothing looks, you know, moderate. It's not completely shabby. He's not exactly a hobo like the man outside, though it's not the nicest clothes in the world. Uh, you know, not Do any super of us recognize him? stuff. No, none of you recognize him. Where did you say his stab marks were? Or the stab wounds? Um, he has uh, four different stab wounds uh, in his torso. A couple just kind of all around. A couple up near his shoulders, one in the middle of his uh, kind of his sternum area, and then one down um, in his stomach off, off to the side. Hey, Billy, you mind if I take a closer look at these stab wounds here? And the thing that really jumped out at you, Billy McConnell, when you, during your initial investigation, is the fact that the patrolman had to break in to the door when they first arrived. They knocked on it, nobody answered, and eventually they, they, they broke it in. You guys saw the broken uh, door frame, uh, door jam as you came in. But all of the windows are also locked from the inside in the apartment. Yeah, Bakersfield, go ahead and uh, check out the body, but uh, I just wanted to point out that everything was locked. When the patrolman got here and heard the radios blaring away, they had to break in. So, you know, that's... Nice. Is that why patrol came? There was a noise complaint? 
Yeah, yeah, the the neighbors had called because of the, the all the radios would like every single one of them was on. How mm-hmm. how long was the did it, did they say how long the radios were playing before uh the police were called? I haven't got back with the patrolman to to check it, but they were supposed to case and talk to the neighbors. Um and actually as you guys are in here and there's now it kind of registers and Billy you've noticed this and you looked around a bit but you haven't done a ton of investigating or exploring since you got here you've been waiting for the rest of the guys to show up um there is a low static hum somewhere in the apartment that you haven't traced down yet hold up fellas can you hear can we can Can we roll for listen yeah can I roll for for listen Yeah, so I'm pretty Can sure I, I know a, what happened here, fellas. Uh, you I'm looked around a little listen. bit, Billy, but uh, every radio that you could see looked like it was off. This is what they call in Japan, Sapuku. Um, you mean, I failed my listen roll. This, this, this is when the samurai cut their own selves open. But it is, does he have a stab wound in his back? Yeah, my listen's pretty high. Oh, he, also... He did that, too. Real quick <laughs> for... Um, one thing I forgot about, as you all come in and you get a look at the body, I want everybody to make a sanity check. Ooh. Oh. oh. Well, we owed hands no. at seeing dead corpses. Yeah. I mean, we murdered Mary. I'm pretty used Ooh, to this. Donnie failed. Oh, my gosh. I rolled the exact same thing twice in a row. I rolled a 70 sanity and my listen check, like the exact. Nice. I succeeded my sanity roll. I rolled a 30 out of 40. I succeed. <laughs> I failed. 83 out of 60. I had a, I had a 70 20. It was harder for Simi because he spent okay. the murder of Mary in the dark. I failed. All right. Everybody that succeeded, don't lose anything. Everybody that failed, just lose one. Ooh, I knew this it. is kind of old hat for you guys now, but it still was a little jarring. <clears throat> It's a little jarring. The state of the body is a little jarring. Thanks for warning um, us, Billy. Especially for you, Bakersfield. Bakersfield, are you uh, examining the body? Yeah, I pull out my 1920s-style latex gloves and uh, <laughs> 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 just go to work on the body, opening the shirt, whatever I need to do, taking a closer look at the uh, the stab wounds. Uh, Billy, he's tampering with evidence. We arrest uh, Billy Bakersfield. gave me authorization. <laughs> Shut your hole. <laughs> Um, all right, will you roll a, let's see, like a uh, medicine or a first aid? Yes. You can roll a medicine or a first aid or um, I guess there's like a biology. I'll do a first aid because my medicine is one and my first aid is 70. Right. Is it though? I'm letting your first aid count as like uh, knowledge of injuries and anatomy. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Can I roll a spy head in and go look for that noise? See where it's originating yeah. from? I rolled a five. Yeah, you can oh. roll a roll a listen. Roll a listen. Okay. You rolled a five. Yeah. Out okay. Of so Major Bakersfield, as you are examining the body again, like I said, it looks like it's been dead for a few days, or he looks like he's been dead for a few days. Uh, the man has brown hair. Um, he looks like he had blue eyes, uh, though they're kind of, uh, you know, glossed over a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what happens when people die. <laughs> <laughs> now their eyes kind of turn gray. Yeah, they get kind of crazy. Cloudy. Yeah. yeah, they get all cloudy. Um, but uh, Bakersfield, as you are examining the injuries, uh, he appears to have been stabbed multiple times. Um, though looking at the nature of the injuries, it doesn't look like it was just from a regular knife. 
It looks more like he was stabbed with something like an ice pick or a stake. That's exactly what I was looking for. He was killed by an ice pick. Um, <laughs> Billy, this is something you also were um, suspicious about mm. from your initial investigation. Um, so what else? What, what was everybody doing? So you're examining the body. <clears throat> I'm going to roll a listen um, real quick. I was, okay. yeah, I rolled a listen. I rolled 34. Ooh. Uh, trying to figure out where that static noise is coming from. And or 46 out of 70. 34 is a hard success for me. I succeed. Okay. Check All right. the box. I just succeed, um, though. So, Billy, you box. and you and Simeon are kind of looking at each other, kind of talking back and forth a little bit, and you start following the sound of the uh, the static. Uh, you you, you did an for? initial walkthrough of the <clears> apartment, <throat> um, and... You didn't. You couldn't locate this before, but walking back into the kitchen, you do hear that it's coming from the kitchen. Uh, as you get closer to the refrigerator, you open up the freezer, and inside the freezer you find two more radios. Uh, I thought I was going to. And be also in the refrigerator <laughs> on every shelf are radios. The it's counters right. are covered in radios, and um. Just on a whim, you open up one of the one of the cupboards, and there are radios in the cupboards as well. Are these so, as modern radios? Are any of them antiques? Would they be worth any money or <laughs> anything? Uh, they're all kinds, all kinds of radio. Every make and model that you've ever seen or heard of. Wait a he minute! Starts stuffing radios in his pants. Hold on, is this why you call the scenario Radio Man? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Donovan cracked the case. Yeah, gonna, we can all go home. That down. All right, you've cracked the case. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I, I think we tell which ones are they all, are they all on? Um where's the buzz coming from? It's coming from the one in the freezer. And it's not plugged in? No. Hey McConnell, Runs have you identified this man evil. yet? And it does uh hiss as you open it up. It's it's still playing fairly loudly, and the static rises just as you open it up. Um, I'm gonna say that again. I wanna. Is it? How big's the radio? Can I pick it up? About this big. Oh dang! Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking it up. I'm like reaching in. I'm like, what? The oh, you freaking fuck? nerd! <laughs> where do you find this stuff? Like, where do you go? Where, what do you do for <laughs> That's fun? Pretty cool. Uh, thrift stores. Oh my gosh. So I so pick it up and I'm like shops. looking it over and uh, noticing yeah, it has no It's plug. buzzing. It's smaller than any radio you've seen before. Like it's interesting. Definitely interesting. But it is, yeah, that appears to be where the static is coming from. As you pull it out, it uh makes, uh it hisses loudly. Uh, Dr. Simeon, I want you to roll a spot hidden for me. Ooh, all right. So I think we have to build a man out of radios. Uh, 68, I fail. Okay. Um, I do not got to so get by it. You pick up the radio, you're looking at it. I shake it. And actually, when you flip it around, uh, stuck to the back of it, there's actually a piece of paper. <gasps> oh, there's paper. What does it say? I'll read it. Um, okay. So here we go. Or Billy, read this. I failed my spot hidden. What? Oh, there it is. The pawn receipt. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a pawn receipt here for a, a John receipt? Johnson. 
pawn, not porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to tell with your accent. Yeah, the pawn receipt for uh, it for John Johnson. A man's wristwatch <laughs> with a black leather band engraving on the back. And uh, Kennedy Model 20 radio. You guys Why are you not laughing? even listening. I don't know what you said. He said it was a porn receipt and then the guy's name's John Johnson. <laughs> uh, you guys are children. <laughs> okay, so it, it says on here that... Uh, I guess I'm just telling Simmy because he's in the room. Uh, hey, Billy, what you got over there? Traded this this wristwatch was traded for the Kennedy radio. Small radio, unknown RCA, radio. What did that say? Radiola. Radiola radio. That's what I uh, I call right there yeah. a lead. The Tallahassee. Hey, did I find anything on uh, the dead guy like ID? Uh, you found no ID. The only thing you found on him was a single uh, snub nose thirty-eight revolver. Dibs, double dibs. <laughs> no dibs. It's evidence. You can't um, dibs a double dib. Hey Billy, can I uh, maybe appropriate it was that evidence? Fully loaded. Fully loaded. Yeah. <clears throat> no shots fired. No. All right. Well, I take the radio. Um, that's the only one on. Uh, yes. Can I close the fridge? Walk back in the other room. Can I do a spot hidden in here real quick? I mean, the apartment, to, like for uh, drawings of any sort, like symbols and thingies. But I am examining the the radio thoroughly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He heard you. Don't worry. You'll get to roll. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, Seth, go ahead. They're just playing by themselves. <laughs> Tallahassee doesn't exist. No, I was talking to you and I said, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it. It's because you were playing by yourself. <laughs> uh, here we go. 53, success. Still got it. Don't you have like a 90? I have an 85. Hidden? Holy crap. I feel like you're cheating. 85 on my spot hidden. What do your Tallahassee eyes see? Yeah. So, okay, Tallahassee, you succeeded on your spot hidden roll? I did. Okay. From searching around here in the living room, you're looking around. There isn't anything. I mean, there's a lot weird here, obviously, with all the radios. The thing you notice, though, you, you peek around, and next to a stack of Tallahassee Turner novels oh, yeah. next to his chair, uh, there appears to be a bottle of caffeine pills. I drink him. That's rolled under the chair. That's interesting. You Caffeine? You pick it up and you look at them. Yeah. Uh, what do you the got there? Tell us. The bottle was empty. Well, it was empty at first. <laughs> what do you got there, Tallahassee? Uh, looks like a stack of Tallahassee Turner novels. I, I meant the, the bottle you're, you're holding. Nobody cares about oh, oh. good taste. Did you call them novels? Or are oh, you oh. admitting that they're not that they're fiction? <laughs> oh wait, sorry. I meant Tallahassee Turner Adventures. Yeah, true story adventures. So is that true like, story adventures. So are those pills like uh, <laughs> prescription pills? Uh. Oh no. 
Yeah. No, they're not prescription. Yeah, yeah they're not. Hey, what you got there, Tallahassee? That's uh, that's evidence. So, um, yeah. Tallahassee. It seems run. interesting that he uh, had these caffeine pills and was playing radios as loud as they could go. I had clearly a stack of books. For perhaps evidence. he uh, was very um, keen to stay awake. Um, for whatever reason. I pull Billy aside, uh, say, Billy, come over here and look at this. And I show him the wounds on the, the dead body. And I say, well, I'm no mortician, but these don't look like regular stab wounds. They look like they were created by something do more they, akin to, like, an ice pick. Do they look like claw fingers? Yeah. No, uh, they look like an ice claw, pick. Freddy Krueger. Claw, claw finger. Claw. Like, the weapon wasn't a, a, a knife. It looks more similar to something like an ice pick. Do I find um, a Freddy Krueger glove anywhere? To... <laughs> To answer Dom Card's question, um, they don't. It doesn't look like he was clawed. You know, I mean, a claw, like a claw, well, typically means like a scr- like a digging, like scrape. Right. You know, they're definitely puncture wounds. Puncture wounds. So it doesn't look like a Freddy Krueger glove. No, kind it looks of. Yeah, but it could be. I mean, he was probably sleeping. He couldn't sleep. He I was think, definitely sleeping. I think, That's why I, I was think trying to stay awake. Has a so good, has a good Biggest point. Field. I think it looks Biggest more. Field. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean to bring up hard things, but these uh, these wounds look exactly the same as the ones on your wife. Yeah, that's Ooh, exactly what ouch. I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to examine the body. Oh, really? Shut up, Simeon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they look like puncture wounds, like you said. Not like a knife, though. Like an ice pick or like something thicker, I guess. Okay, so yes, you discovered a stack of Tallahassee Turner novels, uh, which are uh, Tallahassee Turner and the Temple of the Serpent, if that's what that one was called. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Tallahassee Turner and... Serpent uh, of Nefertiti. Yeah. And the Battle of the Shogun and Mr. Corbett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are the books um, signed? I hand those to Billy for evidence. They are not signed. Okay. Uh, but yes, and then you found that bottle, that empty bottle of uh, caffeine pills. Looks like an empty bottle of uh, what says cat caffeine pills here. <laughs> Sound it out. Caffeine. <laughs> caffeine pills. Ah, that's what he I clearly didn't want to go to sleep. Wait. So those are cat cat. <laughs> Caffani. So, um, Caffani. Sound it out. What's a Caffani film? I think they're Italian. Wait, what's a Caffani? figure out how to, anything about the radio. Um. I was looking over it. He figured out how to turn it down and turn it off. Okay, so I clicked it off. If you want to, yes. Could I? uh, So the radios. back there, they, I mean, how are they powered? Uh, Vacuums. into the wall, typically. So this one's. Vacuum tubes. Vacuum tubes. There's no power. Uh, yeah, it is definitely smaller than most any radio you've seen. Smaller and no and power self-contained, cord. yeah. It's a Tesla radio. They didn't need cords to power it. Um, can I roll a, a spot hidden on the dead body just to see if there's anything else? I already else? did. Oh, you did on the uh, body? You guys already did. You did? I okay. I thought it was just on the um, room, but... I don't know if you did, actually. You can roll it. Uh... I just, uh, I don't think you guys actually rolled spot hidden. You rolled a first aid and then... Oh, I asked if I, I, I asked if I could search yeah. it. Yeah. I rolled a 14 out of 51 on spot hidden. <laughs> you got a success? Yes. Me? So, yeah, Bakersfield got a success. Yeah. yeah, I got a success. I want to frisk this guy and flip him over. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, yeah. As you 
pick him up and kind of flip risky. him over. You see there's some blood in the chair behind him. Um, there's blood down his front, obviously, some. Uh, less than you would expect, though, is one thing that, that you do notice. That's it, guys, those vampires. Uh, due to all of the stab wounds on him, you would expect more blood. Dead things, Mikey. But there isn't that much blood. Uh, searching around, though, that's kind of the only thing that stands out to you. Well, I've seen enough. Let's go. Yeah, I think we better go uh, check out this pawn shop. I think shop. we should split up and go through the house and see if there's anything out of place or anything that, you know, sparks our interest. You mean other than these okay. thousand radios? Yeah, how many more rooms are there? Yeah. Um, there's two bedrooms. <clears throat> there's a room. There's two rooms down at the end of the hall. Dibs. Uh, Billy, you already kind of did a little walkthrough. Um, uh, the room at the end of the hall to the left was a bedroom. And the one on the end of the uh, to the right was a bathroom. I'm gonna bring the guy back also, to life. Radios in the bathtub. Um, next to the toilet, one on the sink. Um, did I go through his drawers? Oh, uh, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you guys do you guys want to search the apartment? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go down to that uh, bedroom, search around, spot hidden, roll okay. success. All right, I want everybody to roll spot hidden. <laughs> All right, okay, I'll go in the bathroom. Ooh, it's 19. I finally succeeded. Sorry, I feel like my voice is already like giving out. It's beautiful. <laughs> I rolled an 82. I failed. I failed. I succeeded. Success. Um, I was gonna go back and start in the, the kitchen. Okay. Um, who all succeeded? Tallahassee. Sim, uh, Billy, and Seth. Did you say you did? Tallahassee? Okay. Um, all right. As you guys start moving through the apartment, searching through everything, uh, things in the kitchen, you open the cupboards. Every Most every cupboard that you open has radios. There's not anything else in the cupboards. If, there, if there's something in the cupboard, it's a radio. Nothing in the drawers. No food. Uh, there's no food in the house. Um, uh, Tallahassee, were you going back in the bedroom or which, where were you searching? Yeah, I was the bedroom. Okay. Tallahassee, you go back in the bedroom. Uh, there's a bed back there with a couple radios on it. Um, there's a, there's a dresser in there with two radios on top. There's nothing in the drawers, uh, in, uh, in the dresser. And there are a couple more radios on the floor around in there. But that's about it. You don't, there isn't anything else that you find in there of interest. As you guys, again, same thing, peek in the bathroom. There's a couple radios in the bathtub, uh, toilet, sink, but nothing that jumps out to you. Is this a hotel or is it an apartment building? It's an apartment building. Do we know how long John Johnson has been living here? Have we spoken to the... I mean, has... Billy, have you spoken to the apartment, uh, like the building manager or anything, to find out how long uh, this Mr. John Johnson has been living here? Uh, no, I've just been in the uh, the room the whole time. The, the, uh, the beat cops were supposed to make the rounds and uh, talk to neighbors and the landlord i'd be interested to know if how long he's been here but uh how many other nights if any 
um, neighbours have heard these radios on, or if it was just the one when Mr. Johnson met his untimely end. Maybe we should go knock on a few doors of the neighbours and kind of ask. Wait a minute, was this dead guy made of radios too? the cops outside. They're still here. So I could go get some information from them. So I search the other room, what do I find? Um, there's the kitchen, the, the bedroom, and the bathroom. So which one were you searching? Bathroom. Okay. You've yeah, that was that, I, that was what I mentioned. You oh, found old radios in the bathtub. I searched the radios. Noth- <laughs> nothing of note. They look like regular radios. You find a log in the inside. toilet. There's a poop in the toilet. Oh, man. That was me, sorry. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> the, it was the ghost dump. I'm going to take this radio with me. Okay. That's fine. Um, um. So this is like a handheld sort of device, right? Is that common for the 1920s, or is that pretty rare? This is uh, rare. rare. That's that's pretty rare. Here, Dom. You see this? Is this something we would have seen before? You don't know if you've ever actually seen one quite this small. Does it have weird <laughs> symbols on it or oh, anything I've like that? Oh, I've seen one that small. <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll a, an occult on it and see if there's any weird symbols on it? Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, you can search it. You, you don't. He finds the double A batteries. Success on my occult. Uh, you don't see any occult symbols or anything on the radio. Damn it! I thought it was this. Close. All right, do we want to talk to some neighbors, or uh, I think the next line of action would be to go down to this pawn shop and ask about this radio. Yeah, we need to go learn some more what about Johnny you? Sims. About Johnny Sims. <laughs> Sims? Like Johnny Simeon? I think it's a good idea. Um, especially if uh, we, Billy gets any more information from the neighbors and the canvassing uniformed police officers. Okay. Yeah, do you guys want to? Okay, so... All right, let's let me get this clear. So, Billy, are you going down to talk to the uniforms? Yeah. Okay. Um, does Billy want us to stay out of the Billy? Do you want us to stay out of the site? I mean, not to go with you, so that people don't know we're we're here investigating this with you. Or do you want you know company? Yeah, I'd like to avoid it if we can. Uh, so, you guys just hang around, or if you just want to go back to the car. Perhaps we should go, as uh, Mr. Turner said, and and check out this this pawn shop. Yeah, give me that address, Billy. We're gonna head down there and and give us question that receipt. Pawn and prawns. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pawn and prawns. So pawn, pawn <laughs> right. and fish. I pull out my phone and I look it up on Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, it's just around the corner. All right, here we go. It's right here, fellas. This is the blue um, boutique. Um, okay, the um, let's see. All right, so Billy, you're gonna go talk to the uniforms. Yeah, um, where should we meet up afterward? Where are you guys headed? Uh, your mom's house. <laughs> um, let's meet back in <laughs> uh, Major Bakersfield's house, if that's all right with you, Major. Yeah, that's fine. Let's okay. meet back up uh, in my place. What time? What time is it? It's pretty early in the morning, right? Like three? It's still early. So I'm going to say after you guys have done all this investigation, searching through the apartment, it's probably been like 
you know, a couple hours with you guys talking and looking at the body and everything. So it's just about dawn. Six. Dawn of Invalard. So, yeah, it's probably about <laughs> six in the morning. You son of Let's a say mom. we meet oh. it at um, Major Bakersfield's house at 9 a.m., and he's going to make us all a delicious breakfast. Yeah, is the pawn shop even open yet? That's a great question. Uh, that's pretty early. I'm Doubtful. most let's, likely not. Yeah. Let's break in. Let's go to breakfast, and then uh, we'll go check it out. Yeah, we're going to Denny's. Yeah. Let's break Denny, in. Denny moved to Arkham <laughs> and opened up shop there. I we, think we should we break into the pawn shop. <laughs> uh, Denny did actually come to Arkham, and he is currently working at a restaurant. <laughs> and it's a <laughs> diner. It's a 24-hour restaurant. Grand, yeah. grand slam. All right. So let's 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 get, like, so to sum up real quick. So, all right. Uh, it is early. So, yeah, it is not very likely that the pawn shop is going to be open yet. Um. So, Billy, do you want to go talk to the uniforms and then meet these guys over at the diner? Yeah. Yeah, hey, fellas, I got to go talk to the uniforms, get the rest of the information, and then uh, we, we probably got a couple hours to the pawn shop opens, so you just want to meet over at the diner afterward? You yeah, got it, maybe. Billy. Maybe talk to a couple of the neighbors, too, see if they heard anything. Here? I think um, that's why he's talking. Well, that's to what the, the cops. That's the, that was the whole point of the the beat cops canvassing. No, 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 no. To talk to no, no. neighbors. No, go talk to the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, follow All right, me, fellas. If you Tallahassee, if you want to go talk to the neighbors, go for it. It's you know still six a.m. So you don't have a badge. They well, might be like get the, get out of my face. All right, I just misheard. I thought you were talking to them about the building manager. I didn't think they talked to the neighbors, so let's just go. autographs. <laughs> let's go, fellas. I got a book signing later today around lunch. Or we could break into the pawn shop. I could go for a or grand slam. Wait and talk to the owner who might And give him a chance to put away all John the evidence Johnson. that he is hiding. All right. We'll tip our hand. Yeah, let's go leave a note on the door. Say we try to break in, but we're going to wait for you to open Dear this Pawn Shop, we tried to break in. Love. Please don't hide evidence. Us. We really need to know um, what you're doing. Okay. So, all right. So you guys all go down, pile in the car, head over to the diner. Is this the plan? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, I don't know. What's your plan? Sorry. Did I cut you guys off? Is this what you decided? I yeah. thought we were going to the Pawn Shop. Are we going to the pawn shop? What do you guys want to do? You want to go to the pawn shop and break in, or do you want to go get some delicious breakfast? Pawn shop first, then breakfast? Sure, let's do that. We're going to go to the pawn shop first, then we'll get breakfast afterwards. We drive down to the pawn shop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're at the pawn shop. Did we discuss this after I walked down to the No, we did it out of the air shop. Yeah, we're not going to tell the police officer that we're going to break into the pawn shop. Yeah, you narc. Billy, we're going to go to the diner. If you're doing it while I'm there, then I was going to be like, hey, dummies. Let's wait and talk to the owner because he might remember him. All right, anyway, I'm on my way down to the, the cops. Okay. Walk, Does walk, anybody walk. have any actual lock picking skills? I got one percent. I also have one percent. No, but I can punch the window open. I'm good at punching things. We also have guns that can shoot locks. But I'm make, gonna punch those. Baker, sounds loud. Bakersfield aim is off because you know he has one eye. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I still got a seventy-five. <laughs> On your um, aim. Okay, so you guys go hop in the car. Hop, hop, all day hop. long. All day long. Uh, while you sing this song. 
uh, to drive over to the pawn shop to break in. <laughs> this is the plan. All right, we're at the pawn shop. Okay. I'm winding up. I punch the glass and I hurt my hand. That's not what happened. You can't play guitar anymore. Okay, so, all right, you guys leave. Give a nod to Billy McConnell. Billy, you go walking down to try and track down the uh, the uh, the plainclothes officers who you tasked with canvassing the building. Um. So yeah, so you find one down uh, on the first floor outside the manager's office uh, as he's fl- he's flipping through the pages in his notebook as you come walking up, and he goes, ah, ah, hey, McConnell. How's it going? How are things looking? Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on in the apartment up there. There's just radios. Yeah, it yeah. seemed pretty dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I right? No, that's terrible. What? <laughs> it's, the, it's the black humor we use to deal with the horrible realities of, of murder and, and fighting the bad guys, you know? Uh, I, don't, I don't do that. All right, jeez. Sense of humor. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, uh, this is... Uh, this is Officer uh, Michael Speakman. <laughs> uh, Speckman. Pa- pa- Patreon listeners. So it made me laugh because right. Alex dropped it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Officer uh, Michael Speakman. Real sensitive, hey, Michael. Michael. You've worked with him a few, a few times. Yeah, it's not much going on up there, Michael. It's, uh, it, it's just weird. If you know what I mean, yeah, it uh, yeah, it it looked it looked pretty weird to me. Anyway, did you find anything out? Uh, any neighbors, manager, maybe? Yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. Let me know uh, anything about the guy. Yeah, let me uh, let me look, let me look over this stuff with you. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of those times I'm glad that uh, I'm I'm not a detective. Okay, let's see. Uh, we talked to uh, neighbors. Uh, let's see. The lady in the apartment next door, she said she's the one who called. Uh, she said the uh, the radios were going again. I guess they're on the they're in there. They're basically on in there all the time. All the time. All the time. Not not at night. Just all day long. All day long. All day long as they sing this song. Um, <laughs> radio, radio, radio. What's her name? Um, what was her name? Yeah. Uh, a, a Patreon ghost that I heard in the wind. Uh, her name is, uh, we don't have a lot of hers. Uh, jo- Joanna. Just, just Joanna. <laughs> just Joanna? Just Joanna, one name. That's a great first name. Joanna That's Patron. Yeah, Joanna Patron. Joanna, Joanna, Joanna my patron. So, Miss Patron, uh, Said that the radios are on all the time. Yeah, they're basically going all the time. They've been driving it crazy. Uh, except just last night, they around midnight, they just started going crazy. They were they were super loud, uh, just blaring static and, and randomly kind of switching stations. It was just chaos in there, and that's when she finally called us. Okay. Okay. Um... She she just heard radios. No screaming, no arguing. Uh, no, though. No, uh, she said she she wouldn't be able. She wasn't sure if she would have been able to hear anything over the top of those. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she uh she doesn't know the guy. She's seen him once or twice. 
uh, you know, seeing him in the halls and stuff, didn't, he never talked to nobody. He uh, kept to himself, always seemed real skittish, she said. Um, but okay, so here's one thing, McConnell, that uh, she said, and this is basically the same story. You know, I can cut to the chase. Basically the same story I got from most everybody I talked to, me and, uh, and, and Pizza Dragon. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's not, I mean, that's not my partner's name. That's the name of uh, my favorite restaurant, Pizza Dragon's. <laughs> Uh, Officer oh, yeah, I love that place too. Yeah, Officer Sinclair, James Sinclair, you know him. Mm, yeah, Sinclair. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody we talked to, uh, nobody really knows the guy. But like, I got to look at him in there. Last time anybody saw him was yesterday. It, yesterday? Yesterday. It, it looked like he's been dead for days. That's what I thought. But people said they saw him coming and going yesterday. He was up wandering around. He looked, you know, uh, scraggly and scruffy and worse for wear. But, I mean, he didn't look like he looks in there. What, about what time was that that they saw him? Uh, let's see. I think somebody said they saw him come in around 9, 9 or 10. 9 in the morning? No, 9 p.m. 9 p.m.? Yeah. 9 p.m. And then Lady Joanna called, she called uh, around midnight. midnight, yeah. So we're talking like three, four hours? Yeah. Oh, man. This is heavy. Wade has nothing to so. do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Must be something wrong with the gravity in the future. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's it. It's your problem, detective. I just, I just asked the questions. Um, I talked to the apartment manager. Uh, he just goes by Mr. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kitty. Huh? Yeah, Mr. Kitty. <laughs> Apparently, uh, people like to sign up under pseudonyms on Patreon. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said he just got back from Cortex Studios. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the, the apartment's registered under John Johnson. Uh, he's had it for a few weeks. I think uh, he said uh, maybe about a month. Well, he's been—he's only been here about a month, huh? Yeah, not long. Okay. Yeah, John Johnson. Yeah, I, uh, I, right. I, I mean, found something in the room that had that name on it. So, I mean, from what I gathered, I mean, it's an obvious fake name. What I gathered from this apartment and the uh, the manager here—he's he's seemed to be okay looking the other way if somebody slipped him some money when it comes to uh, you know. Providing proper paperwork. I right, gotcha. And nobody talked to him. Nobody actually heard his real name. No, nah, he just kept to himself. Just saw him coming and going. That's about it. And then he just played those dang radios. Okay. I mean, I don't think anybody knew radios. They heard radio, but I don't think anybody could have expected what was in there. Yeah. I've never seen no, so many radios in my life. Yeah, well, it was, that was definitely bizarre. But, all right, you uh, are you all done up there, McConnell? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, we got uh, we got to call the the paddy wagon. Get yeah, him down here. Took some photos, it. took some notes. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 call it in. Get the coroner down, pick him up, take him down for the autopsy. Uh, 
as you know, that's going to be down at the, they do it down at the university. Right, right. Yeah, what's the name uh the mortician? Uh the his name is James Sinclair. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's working both jobs? <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh Dr. Sylvester Jared. Stallone. <clears throat> All right, uh yeah, thanks thanks Speakman. Uh Anything other uh, that Sinclair had that you didn't get? Do I need to go talk to him? No, we we uh the case together. Yeah, I mean we split up, but we we, we compared notes after each floor. Okay, down. So uh, it's pretty much a summary of everything we got. All right, good work. Yeah, thank you, sir. But yeah, I'll make that call. They'll uh, they'll be down here any minute. Okay. So I mean, you could probably I don't know I don't know how backed up he is, but. No, maybe you can call in a favor, see if you can get a rush job. The mortician? Yeah. I mean, if you care. Yeah, I do. Seems I'll like one talk of to him. I'm curious about uh, the aging process of the the dead. Mr. Johnson seems like he's days dead and only been dead a few hours. Yeah. Uh, above my pay grade, sir. Yeah, uh, I'll take care of it. Sometimes knocking on doors doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, yeah. If only I could go back. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to this episode of the Arkham Files. It's me, Alex, your keeper of arcane lore and sweet, soft, and spicy underpants. Featuring Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits. Yes, those do actually exist, and we have them online at our merch store at ArkhamRPG.com. So go there and find those, buy them and wear them, and drive all the ladies or dudes in your life out of their minds. Also, please check us out at patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files, where you can sign up and receive all sorts of amazing boni, including bonus episodes and access to our Gilded server, where you can hang out with the cast and crew of the show and talk about ducks, which is usually what's going on. It's a lot of fun. You don't want to miss it. Also, check us out and follow us on social media. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Be safe and stay crazy. 